you could see results but uh, i think you have to be patient uh, for you know they say do right thing for 6 months diligently you will start seeing good results and yeah. then make it a lifestyle that's true it's not something that also gets cured it has to also be maintained i think that's a very important part when you have pcos Hello and welcome to Dr. Vedya's Heal at Home. This is your podcast for everything health, nutrition, fitness, yoga, ayurveda and much more. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. So welcome Shweta. You are one of the founding members of And Me. Um you know, And Me, I have major respect for the brand. I love what you guys are doing. Uh so I thought it would be good to yeah. kick start by telling everyone uh you know how is it that you actually started this company and i feel like you know i had pcos all my life and it's been a bit of a taboo topic now it's you know people are speaking about it we're having this live session for example right um, so how you know did you all actually come up with it uh, you know to tackle this particular segment uh, that could be a very interesting point for us to start yeah thanks prisha So the story is so Annie is now two years old. I mean, unlike uh, Dr. Vedya's uh, generation on story, uh, Annie is two years old, and uh, the start of the idea was uh, that women's health as a topic wasn't uh, getting the right solutions. So through our personal examples, Uncle, who's the founder, uh, he saw his mom having osteoporosis, and uh, she was just going and taking calcium. She was supposed to take calcium supplements, but not taking it. because mm-hmm. she suffered the pain uh i i have seen my friends who repeated pains not just in india but across pain hair acne problems are just very different how men faces versus women faces it so i think that was the start and then when we started researching we found out that uh, overall across the world women's health is not much like even in us till 1991 women were in part of clinical trials so we mm-hmm. just don't know how a lot of these chemicals react with the human True. body and there is no you know talking about periods and uh, menstruation is still a taboo not just in india yes. outside uh so much so like pms is still thought you know women is just being cranky women at that time was happening in our body sure. so that was the start of the uh, start of the company uh, really combine the nutrition side of it body the right nutrients which we as humans because of the life stages that we Uh, very specifically, start menstruating, then get pregnant, have post-pregnancy, go into menopause. Like men don't get to go through this, and so it's like monthly cycles are different. Yeah, all of this a lot. True. Uh, so you have the right nutrients, and then balance, man, uh, balance it with Ayurveda. This is um, the absorption of those nutrients and activates uh, you know, hormones, body parts. So we started initially actually with period drinks and skin. Because those yeah. were the two things that every woman says that you know period pain are a problem. Plus, yeah. I think bloating, fatigue, etc. Symptoms plus acne. That's so true. How do we manage? Also, very connected. Yeah. So started off with that, and PCOS, to be very honest, uh, did not uh, come up as a first thing because when we, it's a taboo nature. So overall, you wouldn't find any document that says that top ten women's health problems that you know are getting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Many people don't know that one in four women in India have PCOS. Uh, I myself was, uh, you know, I didn't much about it till I joined Anmi, and 
Yeah. And people thought that is a brand like us. Uh, actually, that's how it happened. People came in and asked, "Do you have something?" That's so, very true. That's where the journey started, and then we started seeing. Like I reached out to my friends, and literally any group of five girls I go to, two of them would have PCOS, and not just in India. It happened. My friends yeah. in London, friends in US. It Everywhere. is across, and people don't even know what, like, what does it mean? How it happens? And what happens? So that, uh, since then uh, we have learned a lot about this. Hopes, uh, you know, have we of course have products Please. for it, but spoken to a ton of women about what they go through uh, yeah. in their and uh, so, what really. Yeah. So I mean, when I got it, I was 18, and I remember at that time the stat was about you know one in eight women had it, and now it's become one in four. So actually, can you tell us that what when you did your research, right? Be it re- related to period pain or be it related to PCOS. Uh, what were the main problems that women were facing? Yeah, yeah. The fundamental, I think, why it has increased so much because the stats are just—I mean, one is underreporting, but I think the stats are increasing. Number of lifestyle issues. So, because PCOS is not a disease, it's not cancer. No. So, PCOS is a lifestyle imbalance that happens. Yeah. What is happening? You know, year on year, is the kind of food that we are eating. Especially when it comes to us as women, it's not nutrition nutritious enough, yeah. which can balance our home. Stress levels are increased, and That's that is just the fact. If you are stressed, then the body takes all the energy to get into fight or flight or stress mode. Digestion doesn't happen, absorption of nutrients don't happen, and um, you know everything goes in the toilet. So I do feel these just hormone, like, you know, not having the right, not eating right. Uh, and uh, stressing a lot and women take you know, significant stress uh, has led to it. And I think what would happen is if we don't cure it, it would start generation on generation. That's true. Shweta, I completely agree with you, right? Like, we, I'm going to keep going back to my personal example because that's the only way that I can explain it. Is you know, I suddenly put on a lot of weight initially. Uh, so what I did personally, and I didn't particularly want to go into the options of contraceptive pills that were available. So I kind of moved into, you know, cutting out carbohydrates, cutting out sugars from my life, exercising regularly, you know, and all those things. Yes, it took time, but I actually found uh, a huge improvement after I would say it took me about six to twelve months to see an improvement, and then obviously I had to maintain that, right? Yeah. So can you give us some tips, um, you know, that for in, if you do have like. Irregular periods, or your your hormone levels are a bit irregular, and you're getting the facial acne and facial hair. What are few tips that we can do to change, uh, you know, our lifestyle to make it better? Yeah. So the first thing I've realized is actually, I mean, uh, we, we spoke to like a lot of women, and these are highly yeah. successful women as well, you know, and we women of all uh, types. And what I realize is. You start getting PCOS quite early in your age sometimes, yeah. like as girls like sixteen, eighteen as yours. But there's a taboo in hiding. The first mm. few years we ignore it because True. who wants to have periods, right? It does, it does cause like for any does cause some problem during couple of years. We ignore it for some time and actually thanking the God that you know periods are not. Yeah. Still, then once we find out the way it's you know, talk, because menstrual health and the gynac aspect of it, It just feels like, and they would prescribe you pills that you now, a 18-year-old, a young girl, has to be on these contraceptive pills, which That's are hormone heavy for the rest of her life, and there is yeah. no solution. So you literally make the girl feel that uh, you know there's something wrong with me. 
Hmm. And so I what I realized is first of all women don't even uh, because they, they feel they're weak. Something has happened to them and because doesn't topic doesn't get talked about they think it's only happened to them and they are the yeah. first. So I think the first one is realizing that it's okay. It has yeah. happened because of XYZ. But it is okay. It's not a disease and it's a hormonal imbalance. Learn more about it. Don't hide it and don't ignore it because the yeah. two things if you do and if you get sad it would not help. Second thing is uh, you need your hormones to work. Now how do hormones like three hormones like like what I've heard is pituitary gland gives you the signal, thyroid yeah. gland goes and does metabolism and then overcomes. Teen glands may if some imbalance happens. So what you need to do is give glands the right nutrition so it's a very healthy diet. Have yeah. nuts like nuts but I mean of course when I less so many vitamins minerals but simplify it have like handful of nuts in. So they're okay. rich in magnesium, calcium, and antioxidants. So do have lots of have fiber rich that would improve your metabolism. Have True. probiotics that would improve because another thing everything related to stomach. If you're not digesting the food right, then the anyways half the energy is going into digestion. If digesting of food is not happening right, then anything that you eat is useless. So make sure yeah. you include high fiber diet. Have probiotics. Health as the simplest thing, and uh, third thing is uh, workout because there is a there is blood flow. I mean, they do say you know shishasan karo ya fir pehle karo. I think there is blood flow. How do like how do signals happen? If from my head to the ovaries, signals have to go. It's anyways yeah. going to the bloodstream. If your blood flow is not happening right, then it would just get clogged somewhere. Yeah. So make sure that we exercise a lot. Uh, and uh, it doesn't have to be fast forward exercise. Make sure there's movement in the body. You get the blood flow going. That the hormones from one part can get active. And it's not just these three because body may each is imbalanced. So there's some imbalance. That's right. So it's not just irregular periods that happen in PCOS, weight, uh, weight problem, diabetes, hypothyroidism. Like all of these just start happening. So that's third. Fourth is stress. Can't be stressed enough. That stress very important. Yeah. Uh, especially now with covid uh, you know being confined is the zones that we are in um, we have to deal with new changes try to take out time get just let it be you either meditate or you find your own space get the stars moon whatever so you can be stress free uh, i think if you follow these four principles you at least get the kick start in normalizing your and then after that of course there are products like yours and mine which can accelerate it but the four things uh, are very important very um i think the other question that you mentioned rela- related to food right we spoke about what foods that we should eat like include nuts in our diet include fruits and vegetables for roughage what are the foods that people should actually be avoiding or is it a, like i cut out sugar for example right when i have pcos so yeah. is that uh, a myth or is that actually something that should be cut out yeah so i mean uh, in terms of what i uh, cut out processed okay. anything that your body would take it harder and difficult to digest so all the processed carbs if maida is very hard for body to digest yeah that's a hard for body to digest those are hard for body and aajkal the, the problem that comes in and today even sometimes the rice and wheat that get are processed so it yeah. creates problem but if you can find whole grain versions of it it's actually good for the body. if you yeah. can uh, 
you that's what you should have uh process is a problem to say dairy is good or bad i think that's another one that i've heard is should you yes. have dairy or not i think that conclusion is that actually 70% of indians and actually asians are lactose intolerant it's not that we are uh, we are allergic to it but we are intolerant that's where the problem comes if we are having dairy as normal person doesn't have pcos is harder for body to digest i mean someone who has pcos her body has to work extra to balance the hormones most of the energy is going to digesting these lactose that's going to create a problem so try to avoid it so that you keep your body light shata any comments here about weight loss related to pcos and diet yeah so so i think the honest answer is that someone who pcos is harder for them to uh versus a regular person and the reason is that your hormones are imbalanced thyroid like the three hormones one of the hormones is thyroid thyroid mm-hmm. tells body go do metabolism go you know, uh, go start uh, breaking down and creating energy if thyroid is not working well then it uh, imagine it almost works for someone who has thyroid so mm-hmm. you are someone who has it's going a longer journey to weight loss but it's not impossible like even mm-hmm. it's not impossible you can do it without fat diets and first thing you would do to yourself is not eat anything because your body needs nutrition to eat like there are herbs like garlic like kombucha which you know would control appetite it's the diet rich in protein and so do all those things but do take a nutritious diet do work out rather than cutting out and going starving because that would not help you so that would okay great uh what do you do for acne yeah so pcos are acne again happens because of the imbalance it increases the oil production in the body so you start getting acne uh if so of course be on this journey to improve your pcos and manage your pcos with the options uh what happens with acne also is that your digestion is not right so if you feel like dairy is making you heavy or there are some products or carbohydrates are making you heavy Stop, decrease the amount of it, and that would reduce uh, the oil production. That happens, uh, and uh, of course, you know, wash your face, apply packs like that, separate. But you start regularly eating, eating light, eating nutritious, fiber-rich food, would automatically stop acne going down. Yeah, and I think another very important thing when it comes to acne, as you mentioned about the gut. is also keeping your body hydrated right so drink yes. plenty of water uh, i think that's another important tip what's your opinion about ashwagandha for stress management as it's an uh, adrenogen excessive condition i think uh, ashwagandha i mean of course it's trending everywhere but uh, it's not trending for no reason i think ashwagandha is very powerful herb when it comes to stress management uh, so if people can include ashwagandha to include it but of course it goes without saying that you also have to take it you can't just have stress in your life and not sleep and keep uh but uh, ashwagandha does help it has proved uh, we include ashwagandha in our pcos product you guys ashwagandha yeah we actually sell ashwagandha capsules people yeah. say that uh, you know their mood swings because that's how it manifests in people you get anxious people do say anxiety has gone Yeah. and for the woman to be able to see that's a big thing so it does work so actually the interesting thing about ayurveda and especially herbs is it's not that one herb is is only used for one property right so for example of ashwagandha 
as we mentioned it's good for stress management it's a great immunity booster it's great for energy so each herb can have multiple properties it's the way it's actually put together that it benefits you uh so there's another question about ovulation any tips to encourage ovulation because normally in pcos menstrual cycles without ovulation take place it's true so i mean the the only answer is if you really i mean if you know um, pcos is happening because you're not able to the eggs are not able to release so the yeah. eggs are not able to release and you're not ovulating so there is no other way but get on this journey as as possible to manage pcos there are um, there are contraceptives that or medicines that help but i think it might lead to complications in pregnancy versus uh, actually sometimes i mean but ovulation is a tricky topic i would recommend sometimes check with your gynec on uh, you know what age you are at what's of the pregnancy yeah but yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think with ovulation, what she's trying to say also is that first look at regularizing your periods, actually treating the PCOS, and if it's that you're trying to actually conceive, then it's probably better to have a consultation with your gynec as well. Uh, so actually, talking about something uh, you know related to age, is it have you seen a trend that PCOS comes at uh, you know girls or women who are a younger age or later on in life as well? Like, can you give us some feedback on this? Yeah. So we were having a chat with Kainak. So what they said is, like now, what is happening? Girls are starting to menstruate early. So earlier in the age was like twelve, thirteen. Now girls as young as ten, ten years old start menstruating. They do say that once you start menstruating, be it eleven, twelve, for the first two years, the cycles might be irregular. Yeah. Whatever. And that's okay because the body is just getting used to it. So till you are fourteen, fifteen, even if you're irregular, it doesn't get diagnosed as PCOS because your body is getting used to it. Then they take another two years or so to see that if it's hormonal imbalance or is the body still getting used to it. So sixteen, seventeen is where the first PCOS diagnosis would happen. Now, when I see my consumers, uh, most of them are women who are close to being, uh, you know, close, just had uh, got married and looking after it, which is around twenty-two, twenty-six. But I think that is because that's when we start realizing it. That's true. But yeah, because before that it gets ignored. It's because PCOS connects with it, having our ability to have a child. That's why it gets recognized and picked up. Versus, uh, as uh, most when it starts as early as twenty uh, years old, then they look at it. Helpful is two things. One, uh, the strength of your follicle, and uh, the age of your follicle. Now hair is made of protein and amino acids. So yes, you should apply coconut oil, etc. But ultimately, your hair follicles have to be nourished uh, properly. That could promote it. Uh, it's the problem is hair doesn't happen instantaneously. The follicles take years to build up, and then you start. I would suggest uh, include more protein and amino acids in your diet. Uh, decrease circulation uh, in the hair. That it does. But uh, yeah, less so of a PCOS. I think um, less so of a PCOS thing. Hair problem. Yeah. So I think uh, you know, let's talk about the fact of rural and urban women, right? Uh, what I mean, I've heard Ankur speak on uh, the DTC, uh, you know, podcast as well, and he talks about how rural women or urban women. But have you seen any difference in symptoms? Because I do feel like some could be more active, some could be less. Depending on the kind of work they're doing, lifestyles. 
do you see a difference in all different parts of india so we in terms of how prevalent pcos is we actually were surprised ourselves that it as prevalent across age group or across income levels across tiers of towns it get uh, as many consumers who are from uh, tier 2 and tier 3 as at tier 1 mm. um, and even in terms of knowledge we were surprised that uh, yes the only difference is the use of contraceptives is tier 1 consumers end up using contraceptives and their questions are should we switch off from medicines or not versus tier 2 yeah but uh, no in terms of knowledge levels in terms of how um, uh, it's actually the same very similar Why does PCOS take so long to cure, even after eating good food? <laughs> I mean, I think our bodies uh, are not designed to shift in it. So imagine there is, um, you know, imagine there are three different hormones. You have the pituitary gland, your thyroid, and these are then combining with all the cells in the body. They are combining with all the different organs in the body, and they have to shift their way of working. Now. At the age of 16, someone starts having PCOS, which means that cysts in her ovaries have started developing. So, eggs have just not been able to fertilize, and have just the cysts have been developing for like eight, five years, eight years, ten years, and in 15 years in some cases. To to shift that, because the body gets into a state of balance, and for body, that is how it it's trying yeah. to minimize work. It just gets into this is my routine. If you try to give it something new. If you try to shift it, it takes some time. That versus what it was doing for ten years, you could see results. But uh, I think you have to be patient. Uh, for you know, they say do right thing for six months diligently, you will start seeing good results, and yeah. then make it a lifestyle. That's true. It's not something that also gets cured. It has to also be maintained. I think that's a very important part when you have PCOS. You also have to maintain that lifestyle to actually not get a relapse. Uh, in a way of it, right? Um, obviously, you've dealt with so many, so many women struggle, but you've also seen a lot of success stories. Can you maybe tell us, uh, you know, one that you firsthand, who's actually suffered from PCOS and what she's done to actually get treated? Yeah. So I had this story of a woman. I mean, she had, uh, uh, she had PCOS uh, very early in her life, and uh, doctors prescribed her contraceptives. Contraceptives, and uh, she wasn't diagnosed with PCOS. It's just like have contraceptives, but then later on she got diagnosed with PCOS because uh, she started having facial hair, started having weight, and I think at some point she got sick of it. And uh, I think this is at the age of around uh, so for eight, ten years she's been having medicine, and then she starts uh, taking. Uh, this woman, uh, apart from contraceptives, she hasn't had regular. And she starts taking, and she switches, and of course it takes her six months. Starts having regular periods without any medicine. Because what she is doing, uh, she is going and working out every day. Yeah. And uh, she, when you start having healthy lifestyle, then your body uh, adapts to it. But imagine someone who was who went to pills, didn't use pills, then starting having regular, periods, and that's her lifestyle. So, and the second thing she was hasn't had like she's on medicine, but she just I've never had uh, regular periods for eight years of her life. So every month is anxious. Like imagine if you're not having like you're so anxious, then like even someone who gets it, you're anxious. You know, days have been changed. 
someone who's not gets eight years of anxiety, and uh, then switching to our drinks and healthy lifestyle, they started uh, regular. And that happiness of a woman, if you know, she gets her periods regular, that's uh, that's amazing. That's immense. There is no, true power amazing. in it. I think I get goosebumps uh, in it, but it's powers of that material. No, it's uh, it's amazing. It's five thousand year old science of Ayurveda that we're using now. Uh, it's just, it's sad to see that now only because of this pandemic, have people moved more towards Ayurveda. Otherwise, I do believe that people were using it as the last resort rather than the first. But at least the move is happening, so I think we should be happy about that. Thank you so much, Shatta, for joining us. I think uh, you know very useful, very important topic. Uh, you know, just to sum up, one in four women do suffer from PCOS. Please know that PCOS is something that can be treated and can be managed. It's not a taboo issue. It's actually just things with lifestyle changes and diet where we can already see a change. You know, try the natural route first is what I would really recommend, and I think Shweta feels the same way. Um, before you go into things like contraceptive or pills or any other forms, um, so please do uh, you know try and follow your diet. Ashpat Chetna mentioned: add nuts, add raffinated food. Try and avoid processed food. This will help you. Exercise is very important for blood flow. As if without blood flow, you're actually going to be susceptible to getting more clots. More clots will lead to more cramps and more pain and more discomfort. So you know, why don't you stop it in the beginning itself? Um, and most importantly, is I think be stress-free. Uh, you know, figure out ways that you can be de-stressed. Be it dancing, be it reading, be it eating. Uh, you know, being with friends and family. It's a very important thing. And keep your gut clean because I think that's uh, something that Chetna has also stressed upon uh, a lot. Abhi, I'm very sorry. I have missed your question. Which is best? Thank you, Chetna, for joining. Uh, any you know ending remarks? Would love to hear your thoughts. Oh, you summarized it so well. <laughs> Great, <laughs> lovely. Uh, I think. You- Uh, the, the message of natural goes out to even a uh, couple of people out there every single day. I think that's the mission. So, uh, trying to do. Yes, so we're happy to be here today. Yes, you can follow and me and Dr. Vedya's Instagram for more details. Please DM any of us for any questions that we've not been able to answer. And thank you for joining us today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Vedya's Heal at Home. Until the next episode, we'd love to hear back from you for questions, feedback, or anything else. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Vedyas, and we'd love to have a chat with you. And if you like what you heard, then don't forget to press the subscribe button and do share it with your friends and family. We're nothing without our listeners.